What is the connection between a neshama and a flame? For example, why do we light a neshama candle? The Rebbe Rashab was Nesalik. The Fiyadik Rebbe's Balabas, the Fiyadik Rebbe's Rebbetsin, was ill. She was so sick that they wouldn't even tell her that her father-in-law, the Rebbe Rashab, had passed away with Nesalik. Weeks later, when she recovered from her illness, they told her that the Rebbe Rashab had passed away. So her comment was, I hope that Bishas the Rebbe, and it was Nesalik, they lit a lot of candles. And she said that she heard from her father. Her father was of Avram Shneason, who was the son of Yisom Neach, who was the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, that when a Neshama leaves this world and he goes to the other world, Kumund and Neshamis, and Yenevelt, Makabaponim, that the Neshamis from the other world come to greet the Neshama that's departing. And that the Pasuk says, Meiravai Neshmasadam, that candles represent the Neshama. Every Lichtu, so to speak, is a Neshama. The Neshamis are connected to candles. Now, what does a physical light have to do with a metaphysical spirit? Um, I don't know. But we do know what says in Tanya, right? Chapter 19, what does it say in Tanya? That fires rising up is not the way it's explained in physics. Because it's lighter than everything else. And if it's lighter than everything else, it's going to raise up above. You know, almost like oil raises itself above water because it's lighter. So fire rises for the same reason. But fire is rising because it wants to go back to its source. That's how it's explained mystically. The source of fire is above the earth. And fire wants to go back to its source. Why isn't water going back to its source? Why isn't air going back to its source? Because only fire feels its source. And fire feels its source to such an extent that it wants to go back to its source, even though when the fire is going to rejoin its source, it's going to disappear. And the nimshalas and the shama wants to go back to the avish, that even though when the neshama is going to rejoin the lakus, it's going to lose its matiyas. So when a shama in this world exists, and it's a separate entity, the neshama, when it goes back to its source, becomes included in the source, and stops being an independent entity. It's prepared to give up its matiyas to be one with its source. So a candle is the same idea of a neshama in this way. The Alter Rebbe uses the word teva. For both. A candle, a fire tendency to rise up, and then a shama tendency for rising up. And he adds, He asserts that this concept of teva is not natural in the sense that it's being explained, it's natural in the sense that it makes no sense. Why? Because everything that exists wants to be. Every Metzius wants to be a Metzius. Nothing wants to give itself up except for fires rising up and the neshamas rising up. So a candle and a neshama share this property. And that's the pshat and the posuk, neiravaya nishmasod. That in Tanya, neiravaya nishmasod, means the fire of the candle. And the, nish- are the same thing as a neshama, that they're both rising up to go back to the Yedusha. So whenever we have a circumstance which is connected to the neshama, uh, we light a candle. The Rebbe writes that when a person has a yard site or is davening to the yomid, they should light five candles to correspond to the five levels of the neshama, uh, nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, and yechido. Because any event which has to do with neshama, the, so to speak, the keli for the neshama is the candle. In other words, when you light a candle, and the nature of the candle is to go up, you bring to you the neshama whose tendency is to rise up. So, for example, on a day that you say yisker, I'm not sure if it's a Chabad custom to light yisker candles, but a lot of Jews do. 
The same idea is you're connecting to the neshamas of your ancestors, and the concept is not that the neshama of your ancestor is someplace else. The concept is that you're bringing the neshama of your ancestor closer to you. So you do it uh, with a candle. The same is true by a chuppah. You light candles by a chuppah. You're not lighting candles by a chuppah for decorations. You light candles by a chuppah because one of the things that's very important by a chuppah is that you're inviting the neshamas of the deceased ancestors, and it's represented by a candle. Um, on Yom Kippur, you light a candle for what's called a lebedikelech, for the living. So I'm not sure how this ties into this idea, but the living also have a neshama, and the lighting of the candle for Yom Kippur has to do perhaps with the neshama of the living as well.